Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90 scom slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, you guys, we are here for another episode of 902-OMG. Hi, you guys. This is super special and unique because this is the only episode ever that's actually named after a character. And that character is here in the flesh. Well, virtually. Christina Lisa is with us today. Yay! Yay! We love you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for coming back on the show, Christine. Happy to be here. This is your episode. You know that, right? Yeah, it's called Emily, which is kind of <laughs> cool. I mean, we were jealous. We, we, we were like, I didn't get a Kelly episode. She didn't get, didn't a, Donna get a Donna episode. episode. Yeah. Amy didn't get an Amy episode. Amy episode. Like, <laughs> no, but can I just WTF. say, first of all, Christine, you're beautiful. Second of all, I want to faint because you're wearing the beret. You yeah. guys. I'm wearing the actual hat. Oh my God. She's wearing Emily Valentine's actual beret from this episode. It was when you were going off to France and you had a little French beret. I don't want to deal with anymore. 
how did you know to keep it? That was so, Yes. how did you know to take it? It was my hat, probably. No. Yeah. Because she had to bring her own wardrobe. We talked about this. (laughs) Yeah. The the biker hat that I wore in the first episode that I did was mine too. And I wore it on, it was my lucky hat. I did, I did like six different jobs with it, but I got 90210 in the audition wearing that hat. And I got Chucky. I got Child's Play 2 wearing that hat. Wow. That hat is also mine. I owned it before I was an actor. Um, can can I borrow that hat? <laughs> that hat is, needs to go in an archive. I think it's, I think it's good luck. They, yeah. make me, they make me wear it on Chucky. Like I wore it in Child's Play 2. I wore it in Cult of Chucky. And I've worn it in both seasons of Chucky. So uh, Don Mancini is all about that hat. So speaking of Chucky, what's the big news? They got a season three. Oh, that's amazing. Woohoo! Wow, oh that's gosh. awesome. That's a round um, of applause. So um, proud of you. And on behalf of my daughter, who we call Jenny's daughter, Hattie. Hattie. Um, mm-hmm. It's her favorite show. She watches every episode, like both seasons. She's watched every episode over and over and over. Oh. She is going to be so psyched when she hears there's a season. Oh, that's coming. awesome. Yeah. Where do, you awesome. Keep, where do you keep that hat? Like, where does it stay in your house? Somewhere safe? No, no respect. It's in a no. big stack of hats, you know. Doug threw them for a hat. And I'm like, huh, look at that one. To right insure there. that hat. Yeah, or maybe just, just go to like the container store and get like a special box for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my recommendation. That one got, this one, it's in part one of this too. I think you wore it when you bumped into each other on the cable car. Yeah. And then you wear it as you drive off in the cab. There's so much to talk about, and I know we're not going to be able to keep Amy at bay. No, so let's I'm like just... dying, and I've already Googled every single location that they <sighs> oh, shot at in San Lord. Francisco. It's so good. Uh, you got to say, uh, you got to say, I got to say, and I'm not just saying this because Christine's here on the show. This is maybe one of my favorite episodes so far. Wow. Okay. We're talking about season four, episode 13, of course, entitled Emily, aired December 1st, 1993. Oh, did you just say entitled? Years entitled. ago. Oh my God. Did you just say entitled? No. But Jenny, what's that date again? Aired December 1st, 1993. December 1st. I'm surprised it's December because it seems like a sweeps episode, but we'll get to that. Synopsis Hell Week hits hard. Steve dresses as a woman. Brenda refuses to undress. Brandon finds out he's about to lose Emily again. No. And Andrea can't force herself to love Dan Rubin any longer. Directed by Richard Lang, written by Steve Wasserman and Jessica Klein. What did you this, all think? What did you all this, think? Well, you declared, Tor, it was your, maybe one of your first favorite episodes. That's a big statement. Yeah, why? Okay, so I... Okay, the Emily Brandon stuff was just like... And I got to say, Christina, I've admitted this before. Like, sometimes in past seasons, I was like, I don't know, the Emily Brandon stuff, like... I was off and on with it. Like, you guys just were like (sighs) magic. What happened? Did you guys go on like a romantic getaway to San Francisco and took a crew along? Or how did this happen? How did you guys actually get into San Francisco for this long? I mean, that was a lot of scenes. Did, did, Did you and Jason discuss it? And then like, did he approach them and say, hey, we want to film two episodes in San Francisco? You know, I don't know the answer to that question. Jay- that was our city. Jason and I would have all of our anniversaries in San Francisco. Aww. So it's their city. Uh, it was an important city for us, but mm. I don't really know. It might just have been like, you know, uh, producers wanted to hang out in San Francisco for a week. 
know? <laughs> and that they did. I Chuck mean, and geez. Karen just wanted a, uh, you know, a week. San Francisco. Were you there a week? A couple days. I would think you guys tell me that Jason would have had the leverage to say at that point, I want to do this special episode and I want to do it in San Francisco. Do you think? Amy, first of all, are you dying that in real life that was their special Dude, place? Is that like. I'm like completely dead at this whole episode. Like art imitating life, art, life imitating art. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I figured your head was like blowing off with all the like San Francisco, like specific locations, all the sites. But they really got their money's worth out of that bridge, I will say. Oh, yeah. my God. I was like, did San Francisco pay for this? But we'll get to that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't you think you guys could have at this point gone and said, let's do this? Jason certainly could have. I, I don't have I didn't have any leverage, but Jason certainly did. Yeah. You had some <laughs> leverage, Jason. Yeah. But, you know, um, those those two times that I came back to the show for those little double up thingies, um, they were just like gifts from Aaron Spelling. They weren't, you know, from your dad. They weren't anything to do with Jason requesting my being there or my. You mean these this, these two episodes? And then and then the ones in season five. Uh, what what what? Okay, I was like, I couldn't remember, but I was like, this can't be the last time we see her. This Wait, can't. She went away in the in the cab. Yeah, then I come back when you're burned in the fire. And somehow, oh my no, god! And somehow, nobody ever made the connection between Emily Valentine being the fire starter and Kelly being burned in a fire in the episode that she returned in. Oh. Wait, what? You can't do this right now. <laughs> we don't Obviously remember we're having Jack. You back, but. Shit. Um, so. No, my dad was such a huge fan of yours, and that is absolutely why they always kept bringing you back. I just meant you had the leverage of Jason saying, "Hey, can we go to San Francisco?" That's all I meant. I mean, it could have it could have gone down that way. I, I just honestly don't remember. I just still say just for people listening, there was this these were special episodes. So I'm doing the math. If this was early December, then the first part was in sweeps because clearly this had a lot of money behind it. These episodes that is not cheap shooting all over San Francisco with every iconic San Francisco location in it. Honestly, I I might argue that because they probably had a skeleton crew, like a small crew. And they just popped off shots like around town. Yeah. Like how expensive is that? <laughs> Did yeah. the same person direct both episodes just for your part, the San Francisco part? Do you know? Richard Lang? Did he do both? I don't know. I, I do remember Richard Lang though. And Jason and I were huge fans of him as a human being. Um, I'm not liking him very ST. much, but I don't remember that detail either. I mean, there were some really fancy director moves in this mm. episode that yeah, stood out from all the other ones. He, he said, if it moves, put a camera on it. So like the whole uh, dim sum, lazy sweet. <laughs> yes, like, yes. If it moves, put a camera on it. That was his line. We love a good lazy I season, mean, don't we, Jen? Oh, yeah. But who doesn't? I mean, right. but I mean, the show starts on a scene uh, on a shot that we've never even attempted to do on the show before. Like it's all this like huge crane of the building and they go totally. down through the window yeah. into like the window. Thing. Yeah. yeah, look around the room for a minute and then land on you guys. It was really cool. Yeah. The shot of the Mustang on the Golden Gate Bridge from last episode was insane that they had that shot and that the camera pulls back. Same thing even when the Mustang drives away at the end, you know, of this episode. It's like, oh my God, this episode's yeah. amazing. I mean, Richard Lang, one of our favorite directors, but I feel like he never shot stuff like this before. So maybe he didn't have the pressure of being on set and following everyone, like looking. You guys were away and he was just like, 
let's do this. Well, you like, can't spontaneously do any of that kind of stuff. No shots in the middle of a big city. No. Do you guys want a okay. quick? Do you want a quick fun fact about the dim sum before you move on? Mm-hmm. At the time, it was located at 919 Grant Avenue, and Imperial Palace has now moved, but I believe still there at 818 Washington. I've got so you can still eat. She love addresses. Yeah. Got yeah. loads of these. Keep going. You can still eat there. It's, it's still open. Yeah. This I keep wanting to swear. This was real. Like they shot at real places all yeah. over. Yeah. I'd <sighs> like to go for some dim sum. Totally, oh, guys. Let's go, go ahead. Them. We'll get to Okay, Christine, was it weird? Because I was putting myself in your shoes while I was watching the scenes. And you had some like dialogue that was, you know, I don't know, maybe not the easiest dialogue to make natural. Was it weird acting and saying those lines and being so young and probably, oh, you know, there was a lot. It was a lot. And with your real life boyfriend, like how, how? Yeah. Hard was that to be stay in character or to like sell those lines? Uh, those there were a couple of lines epically difficult to sell, <laughs> and there were even a couple that were factually not right. Like mm. under the bridge, I say, Look at the tide, it goes in all day and comes out all night. The tide isn't dictated by the sun, by, by what t- by the time of day, it's dictated by the moon, and you know, and tides are not in and out by the time of day, you know what I mean? Um. There's a couple of other things that they wanted me to say that I just didn't. And Jason had the power to get them rewritten. So they weren't wrong. But if you watch the show, you know, we're talking a very, really high fake voice like this. <laughs> and I was like, what, what voice is that? What are you doing? And I feel like I talked to Jason about this yesterday. I'm like, I think I was just trying to create some sort of alter ego to deliver this dialogue. To get, wow. to get, get it over with. Yeah. Because it was me and Jason. And, and there mm-hmm. is, there was, and also the, I said this before, I think on the show, because Jason was my real life boyfriend, there was some actual real kissing that went on, which yeah. I would never do. I've never done with any other actor because I just don't, that's not how I roll. It's so vulgar and so uncomfortable to watch. It's so oh, disagree. I loved it. Disagree. I loved it so much. <laughs> so like, I full disagree. was crushing on this relationship of Emily totally. and Brandon this time. I was just like, I don't want her to leave. I want her to come back to Beverly Hills. And I just want to see this relationship continue because I'm like obsessed with the two of you now. Totally. The chemistry, just the relationship. Uh, like even when you, with all the I love yous, and there were many I love oh yous. Oh my God. If you I, drank I every time many. there was an I love you, you'd be wasted. <laughs> but it was so real and sweet and believable and beautifully shot. And just, you both look amazing. This is a, this is a many people's favorite episode. I've already seen in the comments. Oh, really? Yeah, the comments from part one, if we'll call it like part one, part two, many people are like, I can't wait for part two. It's my favorite episode mm-hmm. of the whole series. That's interesting. That's, uh, I'm a euph- Euphoria is my favorite of all the whole series. But um, the other element to that episode that was real is that the woman that played Rosie was mm. one of my real life best friends. So mm. she, she was we were real- wondering... Okay. Yeah. So Jason pushed really hard to get her that job. And um, she was great. She was great. And you can tell just by my energy with her, you, mm-hmm. you can tell that I really know her and I really like her in real life. Or mm-hmm. I can tell looking at myself, you know. That's funny because, that Tori, you said that last week. You must have met her with everybody because you said, I know her. You said something about her last week. So you recognized her for Would sure. Would I have met her with you? 
Yeah, because she, that was all shot in L.A. That 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 was a set. What? Huh? <laughs> that house was a set. By the way, the decor of your apartment, I love. When they did the whole pan through mm-hmm. and the books in the fireplace, and like uh, it was just all great. And very San Francisco details. Even the light switch. There's a light switch on the apartment wall that would only be in like an old San Francisco apartment. Like it wasn't an up down. It was a button button. The push button. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man, somebody knew what they were doing in the fireplace, where you kind of everybody tweaked their fireplaces and like would put flowers on them or whatever. It was really. I'm from San Francisco. Probably, just so you, yeah. If that apartment was really uh, like an eight thousand dollar a month apartment. <laughs> You know, like ridiculously massive apartment for San Francisco. Yeah, we talked about that in nine, in the 90s. That would be thousands of dollars. And now that'd be $10,000. Yeah. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. 
They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. I just want to talk about the dim sum some more. Um <laughs> Imperial Palace, come up, Jenny, we'll go there. Oh my God, you guys, I love you right right there over dim sum. That was the first I love you. Uh, That's true, I went first too. And that's uh true in real life. Uh I went first in real life too. Really? Really? Which is ballsy. Yeah, it is. Because he was like famous. I know. know. (laughs) It's a lot. I don't yeah. want to pry, but did you say a few moments ago when you talked to Jason yesterday? Did I hear that? I, I heard that. <gasps> so I, he texted me while I was watching this stuff. No. Oh, my God. I that's funny. Him up. Oh, my God. Did you say, hey, this is funny. I'm watching. I said, you won't believe what I'm looking at right now. I sent him a picture <laughs> of the screen. That's so sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. But so, uh, go ahead. I have a question. Did you guys enjoy that it goes back and forth from Emily and Brandon. And then there is a pretty major Steve storyline going on. And there's a major Brenda storyline. Or would you have wanted the episode to just be like a special 90210 and just Emily and Brandon? I think no. I break from all that saccharine bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I have had too much love and too much San Francisco. Get me back to Beverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. it could I mean, I liked it, but off. it was like a lot. Because every it's, time they would mm-hmm. go to San Francisco, it felt like a different show. Like it felt yeah. Yeah. like Brandon was in a movie of the week or something. Like I didn't know. Yeah. You know, it just felt different. But true. So they maybe could have done they a spin off, yeah. Jen. Like Joni loves Chachi. Yeah, Brandon and Emily. <laughs> Christine, had you seen this episode many times or was this the first time you'd seen it in a long time? I think I watched it for the Peter podcast um, a couple of years ago. Um, I don't like I don't enjoy I don't enjoy watching myself on this show. Really? God, I love watching you. I don't know. Uh, I, one, I just can't believe how skinny I was. And uh, well, you how old were you? You were 26. You were just a young thing. Yeah, not young to play high school. Um, right. Yeah, I was 26 in the first one. So then by the, this is what year was this shot? Or 93. So 28. 93. I love how you look in these episodes. It's just like a softer Emily and mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your hair looks so yeah. much better, like that darker color like you have it now. So yeah, I love this Emily. This mm-hmm. She's very bright. She's very smart. She's very sweet. She's yeah. like the whole package. Yeah. 
It's talk about making the turnaround. Relentlessly sweet, though. It's really (laughs) really is. I this stuff is so sweet. I almost puked. That's my note. (laughs) No, I totally agree. I'm like, oh my god, stop with it already. Um, And he's so sweet too. He's like completely off in La La Land, meaning like not the real La La Land. Like he's gonna like move, go to Berkeley. Like he's just like I'm missing Thanksgiving away from his family. Right. Yeah. He's just like in it in some sort of his own world, too. You said you didn't like watching yourself on this show. Do you like watching yourself on on other stuff that you uh, it depends. It, it really mostly it comes down. Well, it's hard for me on this because the, the, because the dialogue is hard to sell. I can see myself struggling with it. Mm-hmm. It's making out with Jason. Is so it, now Jason's like my brother, you know, so that's also got a level of grossness to look, <laughs> you know, like I can't, I can't imagine. I can't believe I ever did that. Um, it's just uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> Very bizarre. Um, so uh, it's that some things I like to watch is my, I think my performance was particularly grounded or something. Uh, I had a really hard time watching Chucky. I disagree. Though. I disagree. Yes. Like there were times like, Emily earlier where there was like dialogue they gave you that was just very like in this one I remember like I just thought like god she's so real like literally said she's so real in these scenes I know you probably didn't feel it but I was like god she's so good like it's so natural it's like this is talking like I love it's a character and it wasn't too high (laughs) what do you want to be like this this is my this is my natural talking voice, and I don't. Talk now that you're ta- you're pointing it out, I can hear it. <laughs> but it was Emily's voice. Oh, gee, that was the new and improved Emily. Yeah, I actually think this must have been a lot of work to shoot too, because it was like so many things. They have you in Hate Ashbury, and then on that horse carriage, which, by the way, like I've never seen that in San Francisco. In my, I'm 48, and I've lived here my whole life, and I've never seen a horse drawn carriage. Ever, yeah. but you're like running up the hill, and at Ghirardelli and Alcatraz is in the background. Alcatraz. I was like, if they go to Alcatraz, <laughs> I'm off the rails. Like, Amy was so mad last week that you guys shot this, and she didn't know it when she was younger. That she didn't know you, Jason, you was in guys town. Were in town in 1993. <laughs> we were obsessed, right? So that's like I'm Tori and Jenny's producer, but they're like, oh, you're such a freak, 90210 freak. <laughs> So we would sit in my sorority and watch these episodes. So I have to believe, so that was in Berkeley. So I have to believe that we were watching this going, holy shit, they're 10 minutes from us. Like, what? I'm shocked you didn't. every major tourist attraction too. Jason (laughs) Priestley, king of television, is in every. (laughs) Yeah. No, did nobody notice? Of course they must have. I mean, you know, Jason, Jason, you guys are all like rock stars. You guys, you couldn't go anywhere. So. Right. There's no way people must have lost their minds. We were just saying, though, that there was no social media or Internet. So nobody would have been able to like still text. You couldn't even text. There's still no damn Internet. We didn't even have cell phones. When did we get Internet? No, we had cell phones now. In 97 or 96. Come on. We had cell phones. I had a phone in my car. Right, you uh-huh. guys did because y'all were rich and like acting. We were in college. Maybe we had that thing. <laughs> I'm shocked you haven't Googled. Like, there was must have been some local like newspaper that said like 90210 filming in town. I Jason Googled Bruce, a no. ton of it. You I did? mean, that apartment's oh, okay. at 181 Buena Vista. <laughs> so, but I didn't see press from back then. I might have to go and do a deep dive again. Uh oh. Because I was working at Fox then. 
but in San Francisco. So I was in college and I would leave and go to the Fox station for my like internship. We must have known. We must have known. I have to say though, you know, when Rosie spills the beans about the big secret and and, and in the last episode, they teased that there was a big secret and everybody was all excited about it. Uh, And then, and then that was the big secret that you were going to France. I was like, that's it. Yeah, I, thought, I wanted more. I wanted yeah. you to be, have some <laughs> problem, oh. like big, like huge. she was pregnant, <laughs> something mm. that you just had a like baby that. and you're hiding it in the cupboard, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do they send everybody off to Europe? Like, you go off to France. Brenda goes off to London. At some she point. went to France too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, so you guys you. could have seen each other. It's like, it's like, that's where you send people when you want to get rid of them. And, uh, like France, people, any blue collar characters have to become insane and violent at the Cousteau center. Is that a real thing? Cousteau I Institute. They yeah, Cousteau, Cousteau, you like Jacques. I'm assuming fewer. it was Jacques. Even fewer American Americans. ones. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, where did you and Dylan go? You went to Europe too. Oh, we went to Europe for like a little. Where'd you go? Okay. Was it Paris? France? Italy? Know. Well, on stage. Well, we didn't really get to go, so. <laughs> maybe was, maybe that was just like, um, uh, you know, again, once again, Chuck Rosen's trying to get a bid to go to Europe. <laughs> go to go to France. He really wanted a free trip to France. Keep sending characters there, so maybe the show can go there at some point. Never oh gosh, know. That would have been nice. I wish you could remember, like, when you were in San Francisco, like, where did you guys stay? Like, where did you go to dinner? Or, like, can- oh, oh, where? Oh, she knows. We Fair stayed at the place all the time. It was our place. It was a place. It was, it's not. It's not there anymore. It, it, it's in Pacific Heights. It was called the Sherman House. It was our anniversary place. Oh my god! And it was, it was a. It was a. Amy um, Google's the Sherman House. Beautiful that had like seven room, a room and a suite in seven. Like a B and B. And ours was the Biedermeier suite. We took the Beter, Biedermeier oh. as a style of furniture. Ours it was, was on Green there. Street. Yes, and the room had a fireplace and a bay window that you could see Alcatraz from, and a canopy bed. It was, and they had a little restaurant in there, and like home cooking, and yeah. Was it? I'm showing Christine a picture. Oh my god! Wait, may I ask you a question? Back then, were you a vegan? Back then, I was a pescatarian. Okay, because Jason loves meat. Yeah. <laughs> How did yeah, that like, work in your relationship? Because he cooks. He, I mean, you cook too, but he's such a foodie. I was, I was the cook when I when we. What? Um, and he what he gave up meat. He became pescatarian too in the last year or two of our dalliance. Um, I've had I have two ex boyfriends that I was with for the same amount of time, and both of them gave up meat during their tenure with me, and then both of them became savage cat carnivores <laughs> the minute we broke up. I've never had a man give up anything for me. <laughs> Did you guys go to the most foodie places? I just know, like, when you're staying somewhere, like, in a city, Jason has to go to, like, yeah, the foodiest places. And, like, they're always amazing. Well, foodie wasn't even a thing back then. But we, there was a right. restaurant. He couldn't – Jason's kind of one of the smartest people I've ever known. And he's got, like, a mind – like, a steel trap. He's really good at remembering names. Like, mm-hmm. he'll see somebody – at you know the supermarket and and go oh Jim and, and like Jim did the craft service on Sister Kate and I don't know how he was like everyone's names it's ridiculous um and I mentioned this restaurant that we would go to it's not there I don't think it's there anymore but it was the outside it looked like you know those nougat candies that are white nougat and they've got like jelly bean colored jelly in it 
kind of an old fashioned candy. Oh yeah, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And it looks like dots in it, like little mm-hmm. polka dot white candy. This restaurant, like the outside of it was like w- wavy shapes and big, like, whole, like the inside of a lava lamp, but it mm-hmm. wasn't 60s. It was sort of just modern, but very- What type of food? I'm really hungry. What type of food? Um, I don't remember what the food was like, and un- un- uncharacteristically for Jason, he couldn't remember the t- the name of it yesterday. Maybe it was more dim sum. No, somebody needs not. to. That's all meat. Dim sum's all meat. I wouldn't have been eating that. In fact, I was when I watched the thing yesterday. The horse carriage bothered me. I I can't believe I didn't object to getting in that horse carriage because those things are so horrible, terrible I don't for horses. Think back then they were as terrible. Like I feel like, or we didn't know as animal so, lovers, yeah. or we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Was he into wine back then or not yet? I got him into wine too. What? When I met him, he was a Scotch. You're blowing my mind today. And I just when I think I know everything and we're friends and like, uh, it's just I'm hearing new stuff every day. Okay. He was a Scotch drinker when I met him. And uh, one day he said, I have a bot. This is a direct quote. I've got a bottle of wine in my fridge that needs to be drinking. Um, And so I went to his house and we watched with Nell and I and uh, drank a bottle of wine. And I'm I'm the wino, but... uh, Jason has eclipsed me in his knowledge and collection of wine. Mm. Making he has his own, his own wine, wine line. Yeah. Can you say line? No, it's called a wine, his own yeah, brand. Yeah, his own label. Yeah, he's got label? A, yeah. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. 
This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877-351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I was very obsessed with the scene. So it's sort of this, you know, romantic comedy as a good montage with you're at the Golden Gate Bridge and at Haight-Ashbury. And there's a scene where you're arm in arm. Like, I think one arm, one of you has your arm up high and the other one down low and you're kind of walking. And I just thought... That was a moment for me when I'm like, oh, my God, these two are they really if you didn't know, you're like, they're really together because it was so natural. It was so cute and loving. And then when you're running up the hill, I just yeah. loved that whole montage of all those scenes around San Francisco. Yeah. It, it, and and I think that the that's that episode definitely benefited from the fact that we were really a couple because because um yeah, <laughs> as definitely. Jenny said, because some of the dialogue was difficult to sell, but the but the feelings were not. So yeah, the dialogue benefited from the sincerity under underlying them. I, I can't yeah. wait to yeah, can't wait to hear fans were weirded out by the dialogue. I wasn't, but no, ahead, I please. especially like I don't know which one it was, but like the sitting in the bed scene. I don't know. I just <laughs> I know you, and I know when you're uncomfortable with bad dialogue. <laughs> And I, I could feel it. <laughs> yeah, and you can see it in my face. I, 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 I no one else along. could, by the way. Amy didn't notice. She, no, she, oh, yeah. Not, that's why I can't wait to get feedback from everyone listening. If the dialogue was only sort of jarring to you guys, and also because you have the benefit of knowing Christine, where she's still Emily for me, right? Exactly. Right. Uh, you could see like these times in the isn't in the first round in season two when I had. The, had to say some line about you know let's go let's go to the halloween party dressed like ourselves like <laughs> i already have the perfect mask or something and then he's like i don't uh, i don't like some, it's some line like about a mask and i like your mask like in it's just so hokey and mm-hmm. and you can see me wincing while i'm <laughs> saying the dialogue uh if you know me well or if you know me at all you can see how uncomfortable i am with the the dialogue like I'm just this side of rolling my eyes while I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) Tori and Jenny did you guys have to did you ever have lines where you're like I am not saying that oh on the daily (laughs) (laughs) yeah Jenny and Tori talk about that how also a man writing for a woman is sometimes like wait what there's very male things in a lot of the episodes Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) not this one (laughs) No, no, this one is uh, Cavity so City. You get, everyone gets cavities watching this one. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh, my. Should we talk about the other parts of this episode at all, you guys? I think yes, we should. I, yes, yes. I just also love when, when Emily's Christine like, indulges. 
When and Emily says stop. to the neighbor, like, you talk to him, I'm going to go take a bath. And I thought, oh, that's so random. Why is she going to go take a bath right now? And like, if they're so in love, wouldn't they like take the bath? Like, I just, like, I, I t- it was I, just made to get you out of there. I was like, you're, you're perfectly clean. Your hair's all shiny. What do you, why do you, why would you go get sweaty in the bathtub? Like, what, and later well, she just friend. ran up the hill. She needs like, a lot of tea. They, you drank so much tea. Like it's like first thing in the morning, and you're like, "I'm gonna make some tea." And I'm like, "What? Okay." Rosie's coming over to get tea. Everyone's drinking, and because they're nineteen, they're like nineteen or twenty years. They're not allowed to drink. Yeah, but right. you could have coffee, probably. Mm. Coffee. Uh, all right. Was- what do you want to go? What do you want to go to? Let's go to. Want to go to the play? Nah, not about- really. fine get it over with i really want to go to Brenda was great shanna was great in that in that stuff but i remembered it immediately when the episode started didn't you immediately go oh my god they want her to take her clothes off nope nope what but then when i was watching it i kind of remember oh i did i remembered that totally you remembered it you weren't even there but i saw it when it aired time and i read it There's one I love that Christine reads the whole script. Or Stormy and Jenna just like looking for their part. Never. Nope. 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 (laughs) What is a miasma of my melancholy? Uh, It sounds like a disease you don't want. (laughs) Like what? I don't know. It was intentionally. It was intentionally pretentious. They were being over the top. Yeah, but there was some snazzy. Music to go along with the theater sequences, snazzy. Uh, snazzy jazz theater music. But I really thought it was weird when Brenda turned it into a comedy. Like, <laughs> you can just do that if you don't want to. If as a as a new actress, oh, and she's got <laughs> attitude about it too. You're like, yeah. yeah, well, it was better. <laughs> <laughs> I made it work. It worked. So. Yeah. Grow up. He's like, I, I was like, wow. The, I love Kelly in the audience. Oh, she's gonna do it. Get ready. Gosh. I was a little nervous that it, I honestly do not remember that. So I was thinking mm-hmm. it was gonna. We were gonna. Yeah. But you thought she was gonna nude up. You thought Brenda was gonna nude up. Yeah. She was gonna put on that. Remember that flesh-colored bodysuit that yeah. everyone always looks so attractive in. <laughs> When you <laughs> I thought she just had that black dress that was like from the Simply Irresistible video, you know, like <laughs> she oh. put that on. Yeah. <laughs> That's recycled from the uh, Breaking Up Was Hard to Do. Or- totally. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't mad uh, about it, though. It was stupid, but I wasn't okay, mad about it. Let's talk about Hell Week then. That was way okay. more dumb. Wait, should we finish with Hell Week and do the one other storyline to get that done with? Andrea, Andrea, yes. and, and Dan oh, yeah. Rubin. Okay, yeah. Also Andrea, Thanksgiving Andrea. and turkeys and Brenda and and uh, you know Kelly and Dylan fighting and that was from lot. the week before. Yeah, we mm-hmm. watched. We right. talked about that. Yeah, so that's like okay. part one of this sort right. of two part. I watched them back to back yesterday, so I can't separate them. I actually think they would have Sorry been good back like as a special two hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you think that Andrea, okay, hmm. I was happy to see Dan Rubin go only because his hair was getting too puffy for the frame and (laughs) it was getting weird and, and she didn't love him. You could tell, I mean, they were doing the nasty, but Mm -mm. she did not love him. And I wanted her to love him because that was her first. Were you in love with your first? No. (laughs) Who is? I was. You were? <laughs> yeah. In real life, I'm not talking about Donna. 
<laughs> I didn't know what love was then. Like I don't, but I don't think I walked around saying I love you every five minutes, like you guys. <laughs> I'm very team Jesse, so I'm not. I'm fine to see Dan go because I like Jesse. Now, what do you think of the the sort of reveal that we're supposed to think he's like the bartender? And then we find out, nope, he went to Yale and he's a lawyer. At, he's in law school at UCLA. I, I, thought it I was feel like they kind of. I thought it was a mean trick for him to pull on her. <laughs> like, I just had to test and see if he'd go out with the guy who was just a bartender before, you know? That's sort of a manipulative thing to do. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. true. He said it out loud. What, what, the words. He said, I wanted to see if he'd just go out with a bartender and not, not oh. know that I actually was fancy. Yeah, <laughs> fancy. I like it. He is fancy. I think I wrote that. He's fancy. <laughs> He's right up her alley. Wait, one scene they show her full length. She, I don't think she's pregnant yet. No, there's a bump there. Life. There's a bump there. You really? see it under the, the orange, orange sweater? sweater? Yeah, <laughs> it's little. I just really thought that Jesse and Andrea have a cute energy together, and she looked adorable in that. I totally agree. Hat. Yeah, she yeah. look cute. Do we talk to the? Talk about the cringiest left, right, left, left, right. Left. Like, come on. That made me bored. That is All the boys had to do was wear a helmet, but the girls had to walk around with curlers and face cream and bathrobes and like. Okay. So I have a reasoning for this. I think the girls had to do that. We're talking about Hell Week now. Right. Um, I think the girls had to do that because in real life, when I was in high school, we had like juniors and seniors mm-hmm. and we had a senior day where they got to make their juniors do whatever. Mm. And I had to wear a maxi pad on my forehead, <laughs> like That's crazy funny. makeup, maxi pad on my forehead that said slut. And then they took <laughs> scoops of Vaseline and smeared it all in my hair. And we wore robes. No. By the way, Vaseline doesn't come out. My mom was so pissed. She's like, this isn't cool. Like Vaseline doesn't come out for like weeks. They couldn't like get you would like never <sighs> be able to do that now. Ever. So I'm wondering if my dad told that story <laughs> to the writers, and they were like, oh, "Okay." So the girls probably were because like, if a sorority did that, they would be thrown off campus so fast because it would be like you're blatantly, outwardly hazing people. You're done. Yeah, oh, it's not allowed now. Oh my! And we had God. to go to like a cool party and be around cute boys and go up, and they would dare us to go up to them. Like, ugh. There's the weird boy the stuff. But. The word slut has been canceled, too. I tried to play it in Words with Friends yesterday, and it, w- it told me it wasn't a real word. Oh, really? Yeah. What? No slut. Huh. Yeah, they, you, that would be a Sign of the times. No. Boys, I think there is a lot of boy stuff that goes on, but always behind closed doors. Like, you would never put it out into the quad in the open for all the school to be like, what the WTF? No. But yeah, and all the guys had to do was push-ups. Like, guys like to do push-ups. Who yeah. cares? In front of girls. And then yeah. you had to wear a helmet. That, that was my, I wasn't surprised the girls had to do what the girls had to do. I was, I was surprised by the disparity between how bad what the girls had to do was and what the boys had to do. Was, yeah, um, yeah. Wearing a, you know, a G.I. Joe helmet isn't. <laughs> I like the part when Kelly w- had to go up. I remember shooting that scene with the, the cold cream on our faces and the shower cap. I remember having to go up and kiss Luke in that scene. And, uh, it was fun. We had a good time with it, and he really went for it. That's why it was funny. Yeah, but I, great. I couldn't t- like my teeth look so yellow wearing cold cream like that. It really bothered me. 
Oh my gosh. And she has like the whitest teeth ever. <laughs> the cold cream was cold so. Cold cream. <laughs> and then it gets on Luke's face and I'm like, oh yeah. God. People cute. are like, what is cold cream? And then you all are sort of in, like chummy again, Dylan and Kelly, because when Steve's in the dress, you sort of float off together. He makes you off the stage so hard, actually. Did you notice that? No, what? You're wearing, it's you're the one in that scene wearing the the engineer boots, the big black boots. Uh Uh-huh. This is, as you're walking away, you're on this, on the platform that Steve was on and Luke grabs you and your legs almost go airborne. You get (laughs) yanked off like, like whiplash from the ears. I saw that. Mm, That was, that was fairly common. That happened a lot. I totally noticed no. that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's sort of like, blah, blah, blah. Like the, yeah, you went flying so like a rag doll. And Leslie Sumner just doesn't know who she is because first she comes into the world and then we've got the drama where she's so inappropriate with Andrea, but then now she's back fully hazing. Then she becomes like, it's like she that character is so like, doesn't know what it is, but keeps coming back because they need somebody. <laughs> Yeah. I was really happy to see our robes though, Jen. Didn't that <gasps> yeah. make you feel like oh like I those remember were... those robes? I loved those robes. We should bring those robes back. Those were like the first chenille robes, right? Yes. And they weren't <gasps> cheap, those robes. No. Mm-mm. Um, you know, and my daughter walked through the room when I was watching um that scene where Steve is up on the stage mm-hmm. in his get up which was amazing. We can talk about that. But, and then there's like a scene in front of it. So you kind of just see him in the background, like mm-hmm. passing out flyers and stuff. And he kind of falls down in the background. And my daughter was like, oh no, some woman fell, fell down in the background. <laughs> some woman. <laughs> I was like, no, that's Steve. He has nice legs, by the way. I just want to say for the record, he's got some nice gams. Yeah, oh he's a total babe, but what an idiot. <laughs> So he lo- Ugh, he loves that scene where we're dressing him up and doing yeah. his lipstick because he loves bringing it like, look at what happened in the past. And now Ford, because he and I did that beauty line together. So he's like, look oh, my that. God. No. He loves that photo. No. He has that photo and he loves it. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He dug deep for that. He did. Remember us putting the choker on him and we were like <laughs> MacGyvering it. it. Like, yeah, <laughs> we had to make one with ribbon. Man and- neck. Uh-huh. And whose dress was that, by the way? Both of you were ridiculous. I think that was a Donna dress. Didn't you feel like that was a Donna dress? Uh, excuse me. That was not. <laughs> it wouldn't have. It would to be very big on you. Like that big. Oh. This is fire dress. This is totally. This is I think that was the boobs. I think that was- that, that, no, no baggy sundress would be. Uh, that would fit either of you would ever have fit Steve. Ever. Why are we and supposed to, were we alluding that this was our clothes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we I dressed him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we he did. Said, okay. you have a dress that will fit We me? went to a vintage store and like got a bigger size. I liked no? all of it. It was super cute. I so just love all that camaraderie. I'm just irritated at the key and we're back with the stealing oh, of the ball. Yeah. And it's just I'm like, irritated that the cop said, spread them. Spread them. <laughs> But I'm just like, really, Steve? Why did he go and do that and ruin everything? Now what's going to happen? And I knew it was coming, and I just was like, this dumbass. I thought thought for sure he wasn't going to do it. He was going to put the key in and then be like, oh, no, and leave. 
but he didn't. Oh, but then we wouldn't have the drama for next week. Although I did notice, was this the time when the tag watch was so big? Because you sort yes. of see his arm come in and you see that tag watch. That was that like was iconic. Like, like you, yeah. you made money, the boys All got the boys tags. had the tag. Totally. Yeah. Are those even still around? Yeah, yeah I think be. so. I still mm-hmm. have mine. Yeah, they must be. They're probably like worth it, worth money. I just now. saw something about how like Rolex is the best investment you can make if you have Rolex watches to hold mm-hmm. on to them. Because you can I'm sell not, it practically damn, for more. I damn it, I hawk mine. mine. Same. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, why? Such a bad move. Uh, because this is terrible. My 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 current husband gave me a Rolex. I don't some for birthday or something and then we broke up no and i didn't no, want didn't. it so i got rid of it no you didn't and then we got back together and he's like where's that rolex no. that i got you i was like um, i don't know <laughs> Oh, yeah. man. I have a few more things but i do want to say at the end christine you look so pretty in that scene like Question. when you're saying goodbye and brandon looks like such a babe, Jason, Brandon. That's a really, I, I like that scene. And you drive off in the cab and the way your body kind of shrinks in the cab and you're sad. And then he's got the cheesy cable car and his Mustang and off he goes. I don't know. It's just very, oh. Thank you. Um, that jacket I'm wearing, it's a, D, it's a, it's a DKNY jacket and there's a floor length duster thing that I also yeah. have. That wasn't mine. That was, I, I, I was given that by the show. Um, it looked great on you. It's an awesome jacket, but it's got moths got to it. But I still no. Yeah, it sucks. But moth, but. I love your stories because it's so cool because everyone knew you and Jason were together in real life. But like hearing the stuff like, I don't know, it's just so cool to connect it. Did you both get paparazzi a lot? Like, were there a lot of cameras? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it was crazy. I the the the, the only pop there's a funny paparazzi story that uh, we're living together and um, Jason had gone to work and there's a knock on the door and I open the door and it's Tim Curry and Tim Curry standing at my front door. I'm like, oh Tim my God. Curry, Tim Curry. He's like, oh, I just thought I'd tell you. I'm not going to do a British accent, but I thought I'd tell you that there's a camp paparazzi are across the canyon photographing into your house. Mm-hmm. Um, at like 8.30 in the morning. And I said, oh, that's what you to tell me. He goes, yeah, you should probably close the curtains. I went up to them and told them to go away and tried to bully them away, but they pretended they were photographing the sunrise, mm-hmm. even though they were facing the wrong direction. And um, anyway. <laughs> oh my God. So he's from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, for anyone that doesn't know. And he goes up to them. <laughs> yes. He was like, major, what? That's amazing. <laughs> so... I'm, I do that. I close all the curtains. And then like the next week I'm in Georgia shooting an episode of in the heat of the night. And I go to work one day and everyone's like, Oh my God, Christine, if you feel uncomfortable, you know, if you, just let us know we want you to feel safe. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And like the third person says it to me, if you ever feel uncomfortable or something's going on, just let us know. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What What's happening. And apparently hard copy had run a mm-hmm. the night before that I was living in terror in my house because Jason fans were pissed off that I was living with him. And that I had called security too. And, that, and they had video of me talking to my security in front of the house and video of me closing the back of the house up. They had all that footage and they just rewrote the narrative. That <gasps> I was afraid of uh, rabid Jason fans. And I was living poor, sweet Christine. <laughs> they actually said that. Oh my God. Poor, sweet Christine can't leave her house. Um, Christine Elise gets death threats because she's, <laughs> Yeah. No. Yeah. But that. Coiled up with Jason Priestley. 
there was never a like it wasn't like it is now thank god thank god on, on so many levels we there, nobody camping out in front of your house that never happened and um except for this one time and and you know if you wanted to read mean things about yourself back then you had to go into those forums and read through thousands of things chat boards were they called chat rooms and or forms yeah that's board. where i would see stuff so that's why i mix up like i'm like are you you're are you sure you guys the internet wasn't then because we could go to the chat boards and see all the sh- bad stuff written about us that was there were there like us weekly like paper magazines on this on the yeah <laughs> yeah Wait, was there were magazines invented yes, then? Yes, it was. There were magazines, and um, we had the wheel and fire. Um, like, remember teen? You guys were all on the teen. Yeah, beats that was nice. That was and the, that stuff. Yeah. That was the good stuff. Tiger beat, sassy. Yeah, but but the mean ones. There was yeah, like the so National Enquirer. Like, National Enquirer, Globe, and Star. And oh, Us yeah, magazine yeah. was around, and People. Yeah, of course. I think even <laughs> Entertainment Weekly was around. Yeah. TV Guide. Do you remember Globe, you guys? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it right. It was like the National Enquirer, the, the Globe, the Globe. And it's not around anymore. But I hold them responsible for single-handedly starting the rumor because people, you know this, Jen, for so many years, people always say, oh my God, Tori Spelling said so much plastic surgery. Da, da, da. I've carried this since I was 17. They're the ones that put out an article when I was 17 years old saying, a source that went to high school with her says she looks completely different. Meanwhile, they show me at age 12 and they're like, she's had ribs removed, cheek implants, like all <laughs> these things. And I'd only had a nose job. I was 17. I just remember crying and my dad being like, mm. it's okay if they're talking about you. It's good. You know, he was kind of trying to say that thing. But it was that damn article that propelled my whole life, people say. Yeah. I mean, I'm 49. I could use something done, but I can't do it because I'm like, oh, my God. But people are going to say I've already had plastic (laughs) surgery. So how could I ever do anything? But hello, I want something done. (laughs) But anyway, I'm done. (laughs) Wow. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 351-0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hi, Christy. Hey, Will. I have some unbelievable news. Oh, there's a Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable reunion in the works. Nope, nope, okay. no, that would be great. But no, I have other big news. Oh. We just launched the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor. That's right. We want to give an amateur voice actor an opportunity to win a one-year contract with my voiceover agency, CESD. They are amazing. I've been with them for over 20 years. And that's not all. A trip to L.A. to meet Will and myself and some amazing prizes as well. Yeah, so how do people enter the super awesome contest to become the next big voice actor, Christy? Send a two-minute or less video or audio file showcasing your best voices. Okay, Will, it's time. Do your announcer voice for the rest. Oh, yes. No purchase necessary. Submit your entry at IHearVoices at iHeartRadio.com between January 9th and February 9th. Entries will be judged. The contest is open to legal residents of the United States who are 18 and older. Official rules can be found by going to our Instagram page at Podcast for complete details. Listen to I Hear Voices on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, Wait, before we go, what do you give this episode on your out of, oh. out of 10? Christine, we rate them one out of 10. That's not fair. I'm not doing that. We will. I'm rate, we we're will. rating you. Hold what on. did I, I think I gave last week a 10, so. Yeah, that was a little like, where can you go from there? Why'd you do that? Because she's going to do it again. Duh. Oh my no, God, no. I can't find my marker. I'm doing a small deduction for how I kind of was irritated by the. Um, Ready? Hell no, I can't find Jen, please. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Jen, please. Oh. When are you going to reveal what y'all's big announcement is? I saw y'all dressed in white on Instagram. You We've joined the it. nunnery. You know it. <laughs> I know. I know what it is. I I'm would love to join a, a nunnery. Building up a tease. I don't ever want to have sex. <laughs> Hold on. I got to find my marker. <laughs> Tori, we're on, Tori. Oh, it's red. Is that bad? Okay. No. Write it down for the love of God. I got it. I got it. Are you ready? Yes. One, two, three. What in the actual hell, Jenny? 
I'm just Jennifer kidding, you guys. I love boobs. She just drew boobs. Dude, <laughs> it's an eight. Look. <gasps> 9.5 for me. Tori? Nine. 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 So, Nine. Christine, you don't know this, but I always give the episodes like what? Three, four, <laughs> literally. And everyone's like, wow, what? you went high. I love this episode so much. I am so yeah. about Bran and M. I love that. They shorten each other's names at the end. Bye, Bran. Christine, Bye. you're the coolest. Freaking cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming on with oh us. Gosh, we love you, but you already Me knew too. that. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's always fun to be here. Uh, let's do best line because that's what oh, we do. I do have who, what's your best line? I actually loved when Dylan says, looking real good, Kel. When you have oh, the... my Mine's right there, too. Uh, cold cream, it turns me on. <laughs> See? It's cold cream. I told you. Wait, I have it, but I'm going to get it wrong because I don't know how to do the wash. Uh, uh, I was pre... Wait. Pre-shrunk... What, Emily. Emily. Oh, my God. Oh, Whoa. yeah. That's Pre-shrunk... Pre-washed. Pre-washed and something shrunk and hung out to dry. Yeah. Oh. Did I say it right? Christine? That's an Emily line. It was an Emily line. I don't remember saying that line. That was- <laughs> like, clearly, you've been to a lot of therapy. Yeah, I was. Can I say one other line to see if anyone else picked up on this? And I'll get the haters. That's fine. The word N-A-K-E-D. Naked. <laughs> Shannon said naked. So... Yeah. It's a little bit naked. of her accent coming out. Naked from Tennessee. It was, but it was. I like naked. <laughs> it, Aww, she says naked, and she, she says, did. "How does she say my name too?" Ginny. Ginny. Always. Ginny. I love it when she it's says so stuff cute. like that. Though yeah. it's so we always loved it. Uh-huh. Um, and I also love slash hated. I love your flower. <laughs> that sounds. Brandon dirty. says to Emily, "I love your flowers," and it just made me think of. Jen earmuffs. You put said your, I love your flowers. Put your earmuffs on. He did I not know, say I, I love your flowers. I know he said I love your flowers, but it made me think of I love your flower. Sorry, I'm being dirty. <laughs> put your earmuffs on. Oh, Christine's on. never gonna come back. <laughs> We're fun. Leave my flower out of this. <laughs> oh, it was good. We had we laughed, we cried. It was a good episode of Nine Hundred Two on OMG. Thank you, Christine, for coming on with us. Oh my gosh. Thanks for Thank having you me. For, we think the world for of you. always coming yeah. on. Anytime. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. And next it. week, everybody, do your homework. Watch season four, episode 14, Windstruck. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Windstruck. Do you know what it's about, Jen? Maybe he's like, I know. About, about the I wind? D- oh, I do. Like wind sailing? Like a mm. wind? Is there a windstorm? You know what I know it's not about? What? Emily. <laughs> She went to France. If they don't mention you next week, I'm going to get really mad at 90210 because I feel like everything, it's like wrap it up and then it's never addressed again. Yeah, no, he loves If he her. doesn't get that call from you, if he doesn't say something. Oh, call when she has her number. You got to have to wait a whole season for that. She comes back with that haircut that I got savaged for. Don't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Oh. All, All right, right, you guys. All right. We love you. Right. Love you. Love Bye. you guys. Bye. Bye. Enter to win a free cruise for two 
on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.